0: Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So today I have Dave DeAngelis, the producer, the other producer, along <laughs> Ben's one producer, Dave is the other producer. Dave's usually behind the scenes, but yeah. Dave is in front of the scenes now.
0: I'll do it when I can.
1: Yes. Gonna... He's going to jump in yeah. and and play around. I it, it's it's fun. It's fun having a little bit. You know, I love working with Ben, but it's fun having the a little bit of a different dynamic every once in a while. too.
0: And I like speaking to a life coach every now and then.
1: <laughs> there you go. So it's a yeah, win-win. It's a win-win. <laughs>
0: I'm sure I'm a little bit of a different perspective than Ben, but hopefully that's not.
1: Yeah, not not as different as you would think, because I think Ben tries to Ben tries to find the questions.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: so and I think you're probably a little bit naturally at the questions. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it kind so of manifests blessed. in the same way. <laughs> I
0: agree. I agree.
1: Yeah. Um, so today we are talking about going within being honest with yourself and Dave and I were just talking about this. And it's, it's like, you know, again, this, this episode is I think very important always. Um, But it's also um, even more so important right now because we're in the middle of the pandemic. This is being recorded on April 13th. So it feels like, like we're just being held still and um that was as soon as i said that dave you you like had a visual
0: oh yeah i had a visual of us as children just squirming and squirming and life's hands on our shoulders just saying stop
1: yeah just stop and i think that that's
0: like no no
1: Right. And that that's how we are in our everyday life. We're so busy. We're just doing, 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 going, distracting, not, you know, and, and like, and, you know, the life is just going, whoa, just stop for a minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's uncomfortable, man.
0: Freaks us out.
1: <laughs> yes. It's it's uncomfortable, and I I I said this I think recently on another podcast. It's somebody said that all man's troubles can be traced back to one thing: the fact that man cannot sit alone in a room. Oof! (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's it's just sit there and being still. People like you know, like when I talk to people about trying to meditate, you know, we have to try to learn to slow our minds down uh, because it's not normal that they incessantly run. And and people, the biggest complaint I always go, I always have is they go, I I can't meditate. I can't stop my mind. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's why you have to meditate because you can't stop your mind that that, like, that's not okay. (laughs) It's not normal. It's, it's not, you know, what we just perceive as normal is not normal. We're not, we're not, our brain is, uh, is a tool. We're supposed to be able to use our brain to do things, to figure out problems, to, it, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful organism in there. You yeah. can do all kinds of amazing things, but we're supposed to be in charge of it, not it in charge of us. And right now it's in charge of us. Um, and we need to flip flop that we need to regain control over our minds. So being still and stopping our mind from that incessant running That that's the first step in doing it. So it's, but you know, (laughs) the other thing when people just plain can't stop their mind, and if they're actually able to slow themselves down enough to stand still, they get very irritable. (laughs) You know, very itchy, very like uh, the like they're gonna jump out of their skin, and what that is is all stuffed emotion.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I think people think that they, people probably some people think they thrive on that, on not. not, But I think that I was gonna say before you just said that I think it probably is just a totally negative thing that because if you can't be still, that's you're obviously not thriving in any way.
1: (laughs) Right, you're just you're just going ninety miles an hour, and you're 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 not attached to who you are, your feelings, your and I mean, you know, I'm like. ADHD bouncing off the walls my whole life mind running just can't stop I mean that's me like I've always been like that so like when when people are like oh no you don't understand it's like no I understand perfectly like I lived like that for years
0: can I I just wanted to because you told this reminded me of you when you were like in high school or something when you said that you'd be out and you'd be like I would just start getting like a panic attack and I'd have to go home and my mom would lay me on the couch and just put like a cool compress. And it was one of the first times you were like, whoa, what is happening?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I was little, like, you know, like. I was younger than that. I was like six, seven, eight years old when that was happening. Oh yeah.
0: Whoa.
1: (laughs) I would just, I'd be going so fast just as a little kid that like I would just over. Uh, stimulate or I don't know what the heck it was, but yeah, it would just, I'd just be shaking and, and just go off into panic attack. And I just need to lay there and, and just bring my heart rate back down and slow. So, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I've had some experiences. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you know, so I'm fast paced. I'm, I'm a action taker as opposed to a processor. So I tend to take action um, I, I don't like the, the, the feeling of fear within me, <laughs> like now it's in a healthy way when I was younger, it was in an unhealthy way. So like, I didn't allow fear to hold me back a lot either. So I was just constantly doing, 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 and, and 90 miles an hour and going. And, and, and a lot of times in our society, you know, like, I mean, what, <laughs> in Massachusetts, I, like, I used to get yelled at just like everybody else got yelled at, even if you were busting your ass working hard. <laughs> um, that's just cause it's, that's the, the, like, that's the way things were up there. Um, it's just I moved culture. Yeah. And when I moved to Florida, I mean, I, 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 got a job doing something I had no idea how to do. I was like doing a lot of physical labor here. I was, I, I my first job in Florida was a leasing agent and they, they gave me a promotion to uh, assistant manager within a, within a few months. Cause they were like, Oh my God, you're the best worker. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so everything that I am doing is taking me three times longer. My brain is overrun. I'm taking more breaks than I ever have in my life. And you think I'm a good worker. Like, you know, the, pa- the pace is so much slower down here. Um, that, like, but, but like w- in life, when you accomplish more, people pat you on the back. You know, oh, good Good. So like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, faster, you know, and we get all caught up in that mentality and we, we lose ourselves. So, I mean, of course, some people are going to be more fast paced than, than other people naturally. I mean, that I'm always going to be fast paced. Mm. Um, but it's that doesn't mean I have to be disconnected with myself and, and running around functioning unconsciously. You know, that's the difference. You can, I can slow down in between and function more effectively, you know, from a, from a slower place, (laughs) slower place. Um, So this is an important aspect of us. And I think that this is, you know, we're being held to slow down and develop a different way of being that's more thoughtful, that's more conscious, that makes more sense. Like we're talking in, in another podcast about most of the stuff we do doesn't make sense. We need to slow down and question things. The way we're living doesn't make sense. Like, is your life in balance? Do you have um, emotions that you've been stuffing for your entire life that need to come out? That the you know, that's the the main reason we stay busy is to distract ourselves. I I think that's the biggest distraction technique we have is just staying busy. As long as we're moving, the uncomfortability that's within us can't bubble up. Oh yeah. So we just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. It's like, oh, do you? No, no, I can't. I can't. (laughs) Well, no, everybody can. (laughs) Like it's that like they don't make people like that can't stop. Like That's not a thing like, you know, there's no model that includes no that feature. Like, no, God's not up there going like, okay, this one, we won't be able, he won't be able to stop. Like, yeah. Okay. You know? And then this one, like, no, th- th- that's not a, yeah, that's not a model type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you can't stop. You just forgot how to, yeah. you know? So when when we're you know this is the time that we really need to do this it's, it's we're being held to stop and to start developing a different way of being that's more effective for us um, you know that the other thing that is basically in alignment with this is that we we we're not, we're not good at feeling anything uncomfortable nope anything i mean Like as as soon as, you know, if, if a baby starts crying, like, like picture, (laughs) I know this Easter was different, but, but picture Easter with a house filled with people, all the families together. And somebody just had a new baby and the baby starts crying. What is everybody in the house doing? Trying to figure out how to stop the baby from crying. Mm -hmm. Maybe it needs a bottle. You know, sometimes have a look out the window, hold it so it can look out the window. Sometimes it likes looking out the window, walk, shake it, bounce it, rock it, just take it for a drive in a car, but like, like, just do anything to stop this thing from feeling anything other than pure joy, you know? So like we are trained this from day one that we are not supposed to feel anything that isn't pleasurable. So we stuff it or change our perspective just, just whatever we want, just, just don't feel anything uncomfortable and it's second nature to us. You know, and I, we, you know, one of there's like kind of a spiritual saying it's get, get comfortable being uncomfortable.
0: Oh yeah. That
1: yeah. One. So it's, I mean, it's an important thing because if you can, <clears throat> when you stop resisting the uncomfortability, that's, trying to come up. That's all stuffed emotion. It's energy, just like everything else is. So what happens is something happens in our life. Our brain determines that it's a negative thing, which triggers negative emotion. So they've actually found that they can measure um, thoughts as a unit of energy. And energy never dies, it just changes form just transmutes into different forms. So what happens is like, you know, a situation happens, you go, "Oh my god, that's horrible." Or and somebody else looks at the same situation and goes, "Yeah, that's awesome." You know, like like if a kid scores a goal, if it, your kid scored the goal, yeah. <laughs> if your kid's the goalie, oh. <laughs> so so it's all about our perception, how we judge something. So as soon as it's judged as negative, this little it triggers emotion to capture our attention. To say, hey, um, this isn't pleasurable. You might not want to experience this. So, you know, you you might not want to continue experiencing this over and over. It's just trying to send a message that this isn't a pleasurable thing that just transpired. So, So we don't go out in life and start trying to repeat it. <clears throat> so that emotion, as soon as that emotion comes up, we just stuff it. And what we're supposed to be doing is feeling, oh, what? Oh, I don't like that, yes, okay. And if it's something minimal like that, it's probably like 10 seconds of energy. If it's something normal, even getting cut off in traffic, it's probably like 20 or 30 seconds worth of energy. It's really not that much, but we just stuff it. And what happens with energy that's trapped, it starts to spin on itself and push outward on its container because it can't just stop moving. <laughs> So it's pushing outward on us. And then, you know, this is when, you know, (laughs) you can't find your keys and you lose your mind, you know, (laughs) it's like your response is very incongruent with the actual thing that's happening.
0: (laughs) That's that's when the other people in your life go, is it really about the keys? Yeah.
1: It's it. Jeez. It seems like, you know, the, (laughs) the coat hanger shooting through the living room window (laughs) May have been somewhat of an overreaction.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Also, so, the keys are, have been in your pocket the whole time,
1: so. right? And if you weren't so freaking out in your head and you were relaxed and calm, you probably just would have went. Oh yeah, there yeah. they are.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. Yeah. And here
1: we so are. we we explode with this emotion. That emotion is going to come out. It's just a matter of how and when. So we can either do it in our own way and just sit there and feel it. And when we're still, you know, take, take an hour a day. And I don't say an hour a day to feel the whole time. Like you could feel for five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes, maybe 20, but take an hour because it could be emotional. <laughs> so, so like take a few minutes to, to just. You know, tell everybody in the house. I'm going in my room. I just need some quiet time. I'm just doing my thing for an hour and be left alone. And I always tell people, like, bring have a pillow because you might need to scream into it, and you don't want people (laughs) to think you're dying. (laughs) Because that's what I've done. So it's, it's yeah, and you go, you know, you get still, and you pay attention to how you feel, and all of a sudden this emotion starts coming up. And out and you can start crying or you can say, just pay attention to what emotion feels like. We're just, we're not used to allowing ourselves to feel something that's unpleasant. And we need to understand that it's really not, it's our resistance to it. That's 10 times worse. If you do this a few times, you'll probably work through a lot of it. I mean, sometimes there's this big negative patch. We have to dive in. That's really painful. Um, if we've had some serious um, experiences in the past, I know I have, and I needed to go into these big balls of blackness that were horrible. And that's a whole nother deal. Like that's another show. But for the most part, it's just this emotion. Now, we, if, if we pay attention to it and we just, go like, Oh, you know, I, I feel like tension in my chest, you know, pay attention to the physical sensation. Not like, Oh my God, I feel horrible. I feel sad. I feel angry. I'm feeling angry. I shouldn't be feeling angry. I'm feeling really angry. I know what's making me angry is that freaking guy. When he did that, that's the story. (laughs) We have to let go of the story because all that does is it, it breeds new emotion. As we're thinking about it, our body doesn't know when we're experiencing something or when we're thinking about something. It triggers the same emotions. Yeah. So what people do oftentimes is they go in to feel these emotions and they start telling themselves the story that created them in the first place. And they feel all this emotion releasing and it feels good. So they think they're doing something good. But what they're doing is replacing the emotion that they're releasing with the story that they're telling. It's creating more of the same emotion. So it's like you're replacing what you're releasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you don't really gain anything. Nope. you know? So if you just focus on the physical sensation, like, oh, this feels like tension in my chest. This feels like tension in my temples. Oh, now it's moving down the back of my neck. Oh, now it feels like nausea. Isn't it interesting that it moves through my body? And, you know, and focus on your breathing if you need to just stay in it and allow your body to feel the sensations. And since that emotion now, that energy has served its purpose, which a thought's purpose is to trigger the emotion to give you a warning uh, or a message. And then the emotions job is to deliver that message. Mm -hmm. So once you're it's been allowed to be felt, it just transmutes into a different form of energy, and you're not it's not stuffed within you anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know this is something that we need to start doing so we can stop having the unconscious need to constantly be moving and and live a more happy, balanced life. Yeah. So what do you think about all that stuff?
0: I think it's good I think that um that makes a lot of sense for people who right now are forced to not <laughs> move. And they maybe, as we said, like think that they have to. Um, but I think, I don't know, I think for people like me, like what you touched on earlier, so this is obviously a very stressful time period for everybody. And I think that we are taking, I, I'll admit that I've unfortunately taken out the frustrations that I'm feeling on my family at times. (laughs) And it's not about anything that we're talking about at that moment. And, but I think I've done a pretty good job and I pride myself in having such open relationships with my friends and even my partner that we can say, it's not about this. It's not about this. And we don't want this. We want to be with each other and to love each other. And why are we fighting about, um, the laundry or something (laughs) but it's all this built up thing of that we're forced to be still and just deal with our thoughts (laughs) and if i'm not translating the tension that i'm feeling and i'm not separating it i'm just feeling it at all times (laughs) and then so when something very small it's like ah what's the right everything's wrong it's just crazy
1: (laughs) and that's what happens it it, it does it comes out sideways and it comes out in ways that we can't control it because it's coming out so we either take responsibility for it and learn how how to process this stuff in a healthy way or we don't and it comes out however it comes out and and it's you know and, and i think you know let's be real we all have our stuff i mean i never pretend to be perfect yeah. What I strive for is progress, not perfection. You know, I heard that y- years ago in recovery, progress, not perfection. You know, so it's like, I, I want, I want to progress. And if I'm not progressing, then I need to get honest with myself and look at myself and go, Hey, listen, you need to do a better job. I need to find a different technique or something. Because, like, like after a while, <laughs> after, you know, apologizing, like it's just another, you know, like apologizing and then repeating the same behavior is a wasted apology, you know, and I'm not, that's, I mean, I want to be clear, like, like when it's something big, that's going to take us a while to work through. Yeah. It's a little bit different. I mean, you can apologize and then it's going to happen again. Like, you know, I mean, everybody's going to get like saying, Hey, I apologize. I, I, I yelled and I got upset um, and I shouldn't have yelled well i mean you're going to yell again yeah, <laughs> you know, like, Exactly. yeah i mean you know let's be realistic so i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about just trying to at least have bigger gaps in between the times <laughs> um or or to do it less or or maybe um to get upset without yelling is progress <laughs> You know, like, for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just a- any, any area where we can see progress. It's important to try to see that, you know, but we can't be, we can't
0: like, uh, find comfort in the fact that we can do whatever. And then just, I'll just say, sorry, afterwards. That, right. That means and means nothing. That means nothing if you're not trying.
1: Right. And it's, and that's, that's, a, a, another thing that slowing down can really help us with. Yeah. Because if, because the way we generally function without slowing down, it's just, it's just like, oh my God, I did something I shouldn't have done. Hey, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then you go on and it's done. Like, you know, there, there is no, let's look at this and try to figure out how I can do better. There is no, Hey, I'm going to process the emotion. So I don't do that again. Next time there is no, there's no solution built in. It's just, sorry, move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that's one of the things that we're trying to get out of. And I, you know, along this line, and I don't know if this is going to be another podcast or not, but, but this is about like, this is how you learn to be honest with yourself. This was like one of the first things that I learned um, when I started waking up, it was, I started waking up through the, the process of recovery through the 12 steps. So the first step when I was doing the first step this is when I learned this to to be learn how to be honest with myself and this is important right now because it's this is all part of the slowing down and learning to be honest with yourself it's like what I started doing was I would just like put my hands on my chest kind of bring my attention to my body instead of being up in my head And just kind of go like, okay, how do you, how do I feel about this? And normally the, it's like, oh, it's no big deal, you know, it's fine. Like, how do I really feel about this? Oh, it's fine, it's no big deal. How do I really, really feel about this? No biggie. How do I really, really? Really feel about this. This sucks. (laughs) I hate
0: this. Yeah.
1: Oh. Oh. Maybe you need to deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, but this is that's what slowing down looks like. That's what learning to be honest with ourselves looks like. You know, just that. you know, just really getting into the present moment and slowing down. And and this is, it's it's amazing the answers you can get just by doing that. Mm -hmm. The things that you've been bouncing around for years, not being able to figure out or not knowing how to deal with, or not even knowing that it bothered you, that it's all symptoms that we're moving too fast. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you know Absolutely. it's so when you all of a sudden when you do that it's like oh my god i never dealt with my my father's death i never dealt with the the way that you know that thing that happened to me in high school i never dealt with i never realized that like i i don't really like me i don't think why don't I like me? I mean, I try to be a good person. Am I a good person? Yeah, I am. Well, then why don't I like me? Well, because of outside pressures. And when I was younger, people used to say these types of things, and it made me feel bad about myself. And I don't think I ever let go of that. So now, I'm no, yeah, no wonder why I'm such a good person. is because I'm running around trying to act like I'm a good person because deep inside there's a part of me that agrees with those people when I was younger that told me that I wasn't good enough or I was a bad person. And now I'm out here trying to prove that I'm good to the world and I don't need to, I just need to prove it to myself. And I already know that I'm good. I already know that I'm kind and I'm loving. Jeez. Maybe I should take that off my plate. (laughs) Like this is the work that can be done right now. And, you know, a lot of what's happening, this is why I say this is an opportunity. It's not a problem. We're like, oh, my God, people are getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, my God, we could change ourselves into better human beings. And when this comes, when this is over, because eventually it will be when this is over, we could all come out like butterflies instead of the caterpillars we were before. If we use this to go within, go through a time of transition and come out the other side as better people i mean this that 's what this is an opportunity for to go within and transition into a better being you know and and we're always everybody's always you know one of the distraction techniques is pointing outward you know oh society look at the problems in society, look at people today, you are people today. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's where you are, you know, that's what we are. We have to be the change you wish to see is one of the most profound statements ever uttered because society is just made up of people. And we always point the finger at, out at like we're the bad one, the, oh, the bad ones are out there. We're fine. No, we're not fine. I still have work to do on myself and I've been folk. This has been my whole focus for 17 years. <laughs> and I still have room for improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means everybody else does too. You know. So we all have room for improvement. And if we just all be- take this time to become better versions of ourselves, it's, we're going to live in that much better of a society when we come out of this, because our energy and our way of thinking is going to be that much healthier, That which makes up society. That means the way of thinking is going to be that much healthier as a collective. You know, society is a collective. So the better, the more we work, we do on ourselves right now, the better society we have to come out to when this is over. Absolutely. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things that we can focus on right now. Go inside, do the work, get still, find out what your work is, implement it. And and so we can come out. So this wasn't wasted time. You know, that's a big one. The scariest thing I see is a meme that says, "I can't wait till this is over." Why why <laughs> because that, that, life that, was life was
0: so functional before so your 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 fear is that people are i i would i was I would have thought this before that your worst fear is that people come out of this the same way that they came out. Oh my God, of. yes that's probably the worst thing that you think that could happen
1: absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because that's
0: that's something I thought about right away. I was like, are we gonna learn or is this just gonna be another thing that we just go, that was weird. <laughs> oh well.
1: I don't know. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember that whole pandemic thing? <laughs> anyway, yeah. we went right back to the old That's guy. why that's why I think this is gonna last a little while longer. And or um I think the I think the recovery period is going to be longer than we realize. Yeah. Like um, you know, who, I mean, the obvious way is like looking at the, the financial repercussions and going, okay, yeah, that we're right. You know, we're, we're kind of doing our best to put band-aids on broken legs here because we don't know what else to do. But six months from now, everything that like actually did fall apart is not going to be functional anymore. And then we're going to have to, you know, so there's that, um, but so I don't know how long this is going to last. I think it is going to be last, you know, another month, month and a half at least, because it, because so, so God can hold us still long enough. So we actually stop wishing that it was over, stop yelling at the person that you see without a mask, stop wondering how, how somebody in good conscience could throw gloves on the side of the road after they are done using them when actually they forgot them in the back of their truck when they were getting groceries and they flew out. You know, <laughs> when we stop judging everybody for doing everything that we don't deem appropriate and we start turning back on within ourselves and getting still and growing and, and actually making the change that that's supposed to be happening during this time. We have to be held long enough for us to do that. And I, I think that I think Mother Earth or the universe or God is way smarter than us. And I think it can outlast us. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think it's gonna be like no nah, did, did they get it yet? No, yeah. You're not ready. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send another one fifty down to uh cases down to Florida. <laughs> 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 you know, and then we got to hit the other coast, too. Let's uh, whack another 78 over uh, the northeast section of uh, California and, you know, whatever. Um, but like, I, I think we're going to be held um, still long enough for, for this to start happening. And I mean, we're going to see it in people cracking, too. You know, we're used to holding on as opposed to letting go. And I think that this—that's one of the biggest lessons in this. Is stop holding on and let go. Stop holding on what doesn't work. You know, it's our our healthcare workers. I feel bad for them because you know they're they're they have huge hearts. They're loving, wonderful people trying to help, but they're not taking care of themselves. And the, and and God knows the powers that be aren't going to take care of them. You think the administration is going to be like, "Hey, you worked four doubles in a row. Maybe you should take a day off." No, they're going to be like get another one you know like you have to we have to learn to take care of ourselves you know if we're going to function it's going to be okay we're going to make it killing yourself and lowering your immune system until you crash is not the most beneficial way to function it and that's just like see people get caught up in the specifics. So people go, well, no, we need all the nurses to work really, really hard right now because we have this huge pandemic going on. It's like, no, the dynamic of that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's spiritual law. It's never worked. It's never going to work. It cannot be, it's not, it's literally unsustainable. It just doesn't work. If our model for success is destroy yourself to whatever degree necessary to try to get through something, that model doesn't work in life. So it, it doesn't, you know, like um, if if you're, it's, it's like driving your car, you know, well, I don't need gas. I'll just keep driving. No, it, it will just break down. Yeah. You know, it'll just stop. It's the same with us that we, we only have so much energy. We need to care for ourselves. We're supposed to be giving from the overflow. We're supposed to love ourselves, care for ourselves, and then give from the overflow. That's sustainable. That can happen forever. And in areas that we do that, it works. In areas that we don't do that, it breaks down and doesn't work. Cross the board. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, oh, it's been like that 10,000 years ago. It's going to be like that 10,000 years from now. It's like that um, when you're running a 5K race. (laughs) And it's like that in the middle of a pandemic. If you're a nurse, it's, it works always all the time in every situation and waving the flag going, yes, but I'm a good person and I want to help people. Doesn't make it untrue, right? You know, it's, we have to learn to better care for ourselves and we need to start doing it ourselves. Because like I said, the, the, high, the administration isn't going to do it for you. No one will. No, nobody. No, we are each responsible for our own energy, our own lives. And if, we, you know, if, if you do develop a way to take care of yourself now, it's probably going to be better off because there's going to be a bunch of nurses getting sick and crashing and having injuries. And there's going to be all kinds. It's going to manifest eventually into things. And in another few weeks, all these people who are holding on, not taking care of themselves, there's going to be some crashes. And when it does, the people who are taking care of themselves are going to be able to help, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah. that's sustainable. So
0: be comfortable being uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Do what you can to take care of yourself and don't get lost and not doing that and yeah don't expect anyone else to take care of you for you
1: yeah we have to take care of ourselves so we can take care of others and you know that that means mentally emotionally spiritually you know take care of yourself if we, if, and and you'll be a better version of yourself when you do that and then when we come out of this we're going to be living in a better world and you know if 51 percent of society learns to become just a little bit better version of themselves, we're going to be living in a better society when this is over. And I think, I, I think we're on our way to doing that. I mean, the, the negative stuff is noisier. So it grabs our attention a lot easier. But there's a lot of good going on right now. And there's a lot of people being creative and turning their businesses into things that make face shields and masks. And like, there's a lot of, you know, look for the heroes. There's a lot of good that's coming. So, you know, we have on the external, we have a lot of good and we have a lot of negativity. It's the middle piece that we need to focus on and work on. And that's us, you know, that's just us being better versions of ourselves. Cause it's the only thing that we truly have control over. So, so I think that's it. Slow down. We're being held still. so, Take advantage of this time and work through what you're being held to see. We each have our own versions of it. We're supposed to be seeing something and working through it so we can come out of this better. So find your version of that and, and do it. Do it, man. All Just right, I will. Do it, man. Just come on, rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love
0: it. So where can people get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, glennambrose.com, right down there. It's mirrored somewhere. Over there. <laughs> yeah. And also your, sure.
0: your book. Let's promote your book.
1: Yes. Yeah, really. Uh, actually, I, I put a post the other day on Facebook. Like, now such a good time. We can't fix a problem with the consciousness that created it. Einstein said that. So it's time to expand our minds. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Expand your mind to view things in a different way. That's what this book does. This book, you know, one of my friends that's not spiritual, we'll say, um, read it and he, and he gave me a great compliment. He said, if it was all this woo woo, spiritual, theoretical stuff, I wouldn't even have read it, but it's not. He it goes, I understand that it's deep and everything. He goes, but it's practical. And I saw how I could implement it in my life to make my life better. And so I did read it and, and, and he really liked it. So, um, you know, it is profound. It can blow your mind to in certain aspects, but it's very practical. So, I mean, uh, of course it's not for everybody, but go out, get that book, get the four agreements, get the untethered soul, get the power of now get s- or Google some of the teachers who wrote those books, listen to the podcast, do something to expand your mind. So you're looking at things differently. So you become that better version of yourself as, as you move forward so try glenn (laughs) okay well here you are you're doing it dave you're getting exposed to some some uh, teachings you not normally aren't exposed to
0: no it's helping i love it thank you
1: awesome my pleasure all right well thanks for listening everybody and hey look i got an empower shirt go empower yourself have an adventure in your house (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right thanks for listening everybody talk to you later Glenn is available for life
0: coaching sessions. To book an appointment or for more information, go to glennambrose.com, follow him on Facebook and Twitter, or click the link in the description of this episode.